general nerdery. Brother. Tyler, my brother. Tell me, what are we fighting for? <laughs> That's not at all how I thought you were going to start this. <laughs> I thought it was going to be some variation of Gotta Catch Em All. But... Yeah, no, I thought about this for days, and that I was trying to figure out, but... I kind of hate heard that you. goddamn song. I kind of hate you right now, just a bit. <laughs> oh, it's it's in. If it has to be in my head for the next like three days, it's got to be in yours too. I... Uh, <laughs> welcome to General Nerdery, uh, a podcast about liking things, and in this case, inflicting bad Pokemon songs on people. Uh, I'm your General Zach. I'm Tyler. And today we have with our guest uh, someone who is also on the Earverm Network. He is. Technically, our CFO. He's the only person yeah, with any CFO. kind of rank. This is Will. Hi, how you doing? Do you want Will or what? Because I know he was both. <sighs> cool. Either's good. All right, Will it is. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Will, I've been trying to have him on here for a while because he's my nerdiest friend, probably. <laughs> uh, well, hit us with some credentials, bud. Well, let's see here. God, um, I mean... Sat dragged me into Belagarth in 2016, if I did my math right. And wow, you're old now. Right, right. Uh, Warhammer, I've been playing the tabletop of that s- since 2018, but my history with it stretches back to 2006 with the Dawn of War uh, computer game. Oh my god, that was one of the best video it's, games. I mean, it still is. I still play it. Have you played oh, that one? It's... Oh, I have some so very good. fond memories of playing uh, Dawn of War my freshman year of college. It's and so StarCraft, but in 40K, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's about um, the only way I've ever really cared about 40K, to be honest yeah, with you. No, that's valid. That's valid. And let's see here. God, I picked up uh, Dungeons & Dragons back when I started college, so a little little late on that, but so now 2012, that was a... It's that was eight amazing. years ago, man. That yeah. was it. it well, I mean... You put your time in. Yeah, that's, that's the point I'm making here. Uh, um, but then, yeah, then Pokemon has been a part of my life kind of quite literally as far back as I'm able to recall with any kind of clarity. I have never um, met someone who owns as many Eevee t-shirts as you. <laughs> like, one for every day of the week. Um, For Eevee shirts, yes. Yes, one for every day of the week. <laughs> um, if you want to know... Pokemon shirts in general, last I took a count, two weeks worth? Jesus it Christ, a So it might be three works, three weeks worth now at this point. All right, well, while we're on it then, what's your favorite out of all those? Bulbasaur. Okay. Bulbasaur's my boy. Bulbasaur's the, my boy forever. The cafe, when he worked at the good food store, used to sign all of his drinks as Bulbasaur. <laughs> and I still treasure that to this day. <laughs> Let's see, I mean, God, and I also have a massive horde of Pokemon blushes. They line my the windowsill of my house. So everyone can tell which house is mine without even having to... Yeah, that's how I find it. Um, and then uh, before that, I mean, my dad was reading Lord of the Rings to me. I mean, I don't know, God, I wasn't even 10 yet. And uh, supposedly, my, I was singing, or humming, I guess more, the opening theme to Star Trek from the moment I could start making sounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, my dad tried to read me Lord of the Rings when I was about that age, but it gave me too many nightmares and we had to stop. You know, funny, funny <laughs> you say that. The thing that I remember the earliest back is that scene with Old Man Willow in the, um, in the oh, God, what are the, what's the forest that they 
go into right out like almost right away to get away from the Black Riders. Mirkwood. Mer- no, 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 Mer- no, no. Mirkwood's Mer- Mer- later. Yeah. Um, um, God, what is that called? Maybe they just call it the Old Forest. I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, the, the, the Shire Forest, for mm, lack of a better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, uh, I that have, one Old Forest over there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, that's how the Hob- that's that's what the Hobbit's gonna call it. Right. They, Look at that old place. Yeah. Now the, he lives on the hill. That's the river. But and I mean the the scene with Old Man Willow. I've had the same mental picture for that since since then, and it still makes me uncomfortable to this day. Of just the part where the tree clamps shut and chaps Mary and Pippin inside. Yeah, uh, I can't read Wrinkle in Time because it scared me so much when I was a little kid that I'm just like, nope, this is uncomfortable for me. <laughs> uh, it, it's good, it's just... Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, thinking of nightmares. I told you this already, but last night, because I knew you know, it was Pokemon Day tomorrow and Will's going to be on, it'll be <laughs> great, and I go to bed and I have dreams all fucking night long. <laughs> That Tyler has added five people to the guest list without telling me <laughs> that we are doing an episode on, like, the down and dirty, gritty, tactical decisions of Warhammer 40k, <laughs> and for some reason we're picking everyone up at my dad's house. <laughs> and, uh, I, I would like to point out that if I added five people last minute to the guest list, it'd be more of a nightmare for myself on making sure that we were all able to be heard on the microphone. <laughs> oh yeah, we have two microphones in one tiny room. Like this is this it would be everything about it was terrible. And I was trying to tell you this in the dream, but you were like, no man, this is the really bold decision to make. I'm like, maybe, what does that mean? Well maybe if you like, did, like had some of them serve as like kind of a Greek chorus. That might do it. This is what happens with the dice rolls. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I don't even really know what to say to that. Oh, it was so stressful, though. It sounds like <laughs> it. Everything's been stressful lately. I have news. It I, starts off stressful. Yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, last part of that. I woke up mad at you this morning and then had to be like, he didn't do that. You were clearly dreaming. He doesn't even know where your dad's house is. Like, <laughs> I <laughs> I hope these nightmares continue. <laughs> I get mad at people that have that do things to me in my nightmares and then I have to remind myself later. Like it's just how my brain works. All right, so I'm going to try to go the news from most depressing and then end on a high note. Thank- okay, good, Fuck. good, good. We need that. Uh, I it- d- I didn't want to spend too long on all the corona shit. Goddamn COVID-19. Oh, boy. Every time we turn around right now, when we're recording this, this is recording it a week before it, you listen to it. And today, everything we have learned has changed like six times. So this news might be wildly out of date by the time. Oh, unquestionably. But I also took the time to write all this down, so I'm goddamn well going to say it I now. mean, yeah. How about yeah. it? First, WonderCon has been postponed, mm-hmm. of course. Production has stopped on Flash, Riverdale, Batwoman, Supergirl, Pennyworth, Lucifer, Stranger Things, Wheel of Time, Carnival Row, Why the Last Man, Lord of the Rings, and The Witcher. Also, Real Time with Bill Maher, whether you like that show or not, and Last Week Tonight. Mm -hmm. Uh, And on the film side, uh, Jurassic World Dominion, Little Mermaid, Shrunk, Shang-Chi, The Home Alone Reboot, Peter Pan and Wendy, The Batman... I didn't even um, know some of those were being made. But also, fuck. 
E3 has been canceled. All of the Disney properties are closed. Coachella's been canceled. Emerald City Comic Con's been canceled, mm-hmm. although they're doing a live stream something. A lot of these people are trying I've, to do like. Yeah, I've been very, very encouraged by how many of these places are trying to, how many of these things are trying to be like, all right, let's take this digital so that you all can still be here. Well, and I believe they're also, I believe I read they're also trying to set, on, set up an online marketplace to help out all the vendors that were going to be there. Yeah, mm, I know yeah, yeah. that hurts people a lot. Yeah, bad, bad. Like, it's scary enough when I have a regular paycheck and an employer. When you're self-employed, there's yeah. there's nothing Oof. to fall back on. So if you can help these people out, do it. Uh, so coin yeah. your commission artists. Fuck. The release has been postponed of Mulan, New Mutants, Antlers, Quiet Place 2, and Fast and Furious 9, which is just F9, I believe. Okay, I know this isn't the important part of that, but poor New Mutants can't catch a fucking break. <laughs> oh my god, I, I didn't send it to you, but I saw the greatest fucking thing on Twitter, and it was uh, just the the Dr. Manhattan panel where he's seeing all the different moments in time, except it was replaced with... I see this date. New Mutants has been postponed. Oh, I see this date. New Mutants has been postponed. Oh my god. I want this movie to come out so bad. The actors, because have you followed any of this? I don't, I don't even know if you know I, what New Mutants is. I, I, I don't. I mean, I, my, I, is it is it all X-Men? Yes. Okay, cool. I knew New that Mutants, the, the comic was a, I think the first real X-Men spinoff comic. I think... Okay. Okay. Uh, Beast and Iceman had done some like solo stuff and worked on Defenders, but other than that, like it was an actual like spinoff of X Men. It was X Men Junior, basically. Okay. okay. Uh, by Chris Claremont, who wrote the most legendary X Men run of all time, and I do not know the name of the uh, uh, artist <laughs> off the top of my head. I want to say Brian McLeod, but I think that's wrong. Um, anyways, sorry. The important part here is X Men spinoff. They made this movie when Fox still, like, before the Disney merger. Oh, boy. And it was ready to get published before the Disney merger, and then it got put off, and then it got put off, and then they did reshoots, and then it got put off. Oh, actually, if uh, it came out in this past week that no reshoots were ever done. Oh. It was because of the early talks of the merger that the release got postponed, and then it got caught up in that. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's actually rare that they don't do reshoots. Almost every big action movie has reshoots at this point. Right. I think, if anything, they just use the time to, to improve the CG a little bit. Uh, but at this point, it is either the last weird ghost of the Fox X-Men universe, or it's a launching point for X-Men in Disney. Okay. So people are really fucking con- confused about it, and like the people, the actors are like, we made this movie. It was good. You should put it out. We don't know what's happening, but but please, I I'd spent like six months working on it. Um, they have out a validate dope poster. Me, please. Well, it's a good cast. It's uh, fucking uh, Maisie Williams. Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones and uh, Stranger Things kid that looks creepy but is a really <laughs> nice guy. Sorry, he's great and he's good, but he's a weird fucking dude. <laughs> Uh, Maisie Williams as Wolfsbane, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy from The Witch and Split, and Emma and Thoroughbreds as uh, Ilyana Rasputin, Charlie Heaton from Stranger Things as Cannonball, 
Uh, Alice Braga from City of God and Lower City as uh, Cecilia Reyes. Blue Hunt uh, from stuff from the originals and This Is It, although that never aired, I guess. Uh, as still more than I have. <laughs> and Henry Zaga from MDMA. Uh, the Mysteries of Laura, Teen Wolf, 13 Reasons Why, as Sunspot, Roberto da Costa. Yeah, that's... It, it's a good superhero team. Like, it, it is a solid team collection that, unlike a lot of groups, has largely kept together since the 80s. Like, okay. X-Men, you know, there's usually Cyclops or Wolverine, but they have such a wide stable to pick from from the X-Men. The New Mutants usually team up, with the exception of, like, Cannonball, as the New Mutants together, okay. which is something that I kind of appreciate about them. Well, you're going to have to wait. Yeah. <laughs> um, Six more years. Trying to alleviate all that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, if we're going to go sad stuff before both Tom Hanks and Idris Elba have the corona. Uh, oh. And uh, Christopher Hughes, Torment uh, Giants Bane. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. Happier things. <laughs> well, this is still this is still related, but on the okay mitigating okay. side, they did release Rise of Skywalker early on digital. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, and okay. Universal is, is it on Disney Plus yet. Do you know? I don't know. Okay, this is uh, probably how I'll watch it. Mm. I have Disney Plus. Like I'm not. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, and Universal is going to offer movies that are our current theatrical runs on video on demand starting on the 20th. Uh, that will include The Hunt, Invisible Man, and Emma uh, for a price of $19.99. None of those interest me, but cool? Like, I have a feeling if they're going to do it, we're going to see other companies do so- sort of the same thing. Totally, so. and I appreciate that they're being like, we know, I mean, part of this is like, let's be honest, a cold cash grab. They want to make some fucking money. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, they could just not do it. And it's going to suck for a while, guys. Like, so yeah. in, take the time to, I, I saw a thing. It was like, take the time to appreciate art and artists while this is happening. Not just like, oh shit, they pour now. Mm-hmm. Poorer. But art is why we're going to get through this. Yeah. No, art, art is... Art is the balm to times like these. You know, reading, audiobooks, video games. I'm just listing stuff that I do on an average day. But, like, anything to get through this is going to make your life better. Whether it's you making stuff or other people making stuff. I really don't want to get, like, fully quarantined in the house. But, God, I'd have so much time to catch up on art projects. Oh, I know. (laughs) I wouldn't. I would just fucking read more Naruto because apparently I've lost my goddamn mind for that comic (laughs) book. It's nice to think you might get something done, though. And that's... I can pretend. Yeah. Oh, our website would be so bad. (laughs) You actually get stuff done. I mean... Sometimes. Comparatively. (laughs) Uh, All right, so... Off of the corona, still not the greatest news because it's tied to something really shitty, but trending better. Oh, my God. Thank God. Still trending better. Harvey Weinstein did get 23 years. Fuck that guy. Okay. At his I, age, that's effectively a life sentence. Yeah. yeah. I, it's interesting because I was listening to another podcast, and I'm not going to name it because I'm not going to give shit to anyone in particular. They, they've done no wrong. 
but they dropped some political shit in the middle of a non-political podcast and it drove me up a wall. Partly because I disagreed with it. Because it was kind of sexist. But I'm going to drop some politics here because we're going to talk about Harvey Weinstein. I am really torn between how much I really hate the prison industrial complex and also, holy shit, fuck that guy. He assaulted so many people. Like, if there's anyone who does deserve time in prison... Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's that guy. So I have really conflicting feelings about this, but none of it's like, oh, Harvey, but just... You don't want to have to wish that upon someone, but if you're going but to... But if you're going to do it to someone, <laughs> like, I'm not in any way defending him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So they wrapped production... I still can't believe this is happening. They wrapped production on the Hellstrom show. Yeah, Son of Satan, which is the weird 70s horror. Like, The Exorcist, I think, was popular, so they made Son of Satan. I'm not sure they're related, but it was, if nothing else, kind of like one of the Vogue genres of the time. Like, Mm -hmm. the devil! Uh, And it's literally just Damien Hellstrom, the Son Son of of Satan. Satan. That's his backstory. (laughs) Half the time he's evil, half the time he's not. He's got a fucking pentagram tattooed on his chest, and he doesn't wear yeah. shirts much. Like, this is, you now know everything you need to know about Damien Hellstrom, the son of Satan. <laughs> Hellstrom was uh, the first, oh god, what the, was it Marvel Max was the dirty? I was think the, one where the they first one for that was Punisher, but it But that was the first be... one I read. Oh, okay. From the Max line. Um, I've not read that one. I didn't care for the Max line because it's they not... were so happy they could say the word fuck that they... That was, the, that was the only thing I took from it. I'm like, okay, so I read that. I didn't like it. I didn't dislike it. It just sort of happened. I but sh- my main takeaway was, oh, they were just really, really happy that they could finally just flat out cuss in a Marvel <laughs> comic. I, I just tried to look up Son of Satan so I could, like, say who created him, and I wrote Son of Stan instead, and I kind of <laughs> wish I had just looked at that instead. Oh, uh, the Son of Satan's first appearance was in Ghost Rider 1, which I did not know, and he was created by Roy Thomas and Gary Friedrich. All of this surprises me because they are all really good creators, and that was a really good series, and Son of Satan is not good. <laughs> he can be fun. This the show has so much opportunity to do some really fucking cool stuff. Like played that supernatural thriller. <laughs> like I'd, people I'd, eat this shit up. Yeah, I have no idea what this show is going to be though. Are they going to go serious with it? Are they going to go? Because you could go like more horror comedy with it if you horror wanted. Horror comedy would be how I want it to be. I mean, I also just like horror comedy versus horror, but like acknowledge that this is a bizarre fucking thing and don't take it too seriously because you're doing, again, Damien Damien Hellstrom, the son of Satan. (laughs) Who, fun fact, married Hellcat, who was uh, Jessica Jones' best friend in uh, Jessica Jones. Yes. The blonde drug addict. God, I should not define her that way because she's amazing in that show. But... And also terrible. She's (laughs) also terrible. I have not watched the third season, so I do not know if that gets better or worse. Let's see. I have opinions today. <laughs> this would be happier if it was a for sure, but there are a lot of rumors going around right now that they are trying to get Jim Carrey to be Modoc in Ant-Man 3. I wanted two, yeah, I wanted two weeks with Jim Carrey rumors in a row. Huh. So Modoc 
is a big floating head with like little stubby arms and, and legs, legs that like dangle, and he uses his telepathic powers to murder. And Modoc is a Me- abbreviation of mental organism designed only for killing. Or they, something like that. Yeah, I think there's been like three or four different versions of it. And there's also been a Lady Modoc, which was the same thing, but with like lipstick <laughs> named Modam. Um, <laughs> I don't remember what that one stands for. Patton Oswalt is making a Modoc TV show, which is the most brilliant thing I've ever heard. Absolutely. So why the fuck would you fuck with that right now? Fine, Jim Gary is one of the few people who could maybe do it. But just let Patton Oswalt have that. I don't want anything else to do with Modoc. <laughs> kind of like last week with the weird oversaturation of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I feel like it's a weird oversaturation of Modoc. Which is, yeah, like, you can't get a Guardian spinoff out yet, but you're doing a second Modoc appearance. So in other news, Vin Diesel has confirmed that some of the Guardians of the Galaxy will appear in Thor Love and Thunder. Good! Good! Yeah. Those are the two franchises <laughs> that I legitimately still care about in the Marvel Universe. I enjoy all the Marvel movies. I am not shitting on any of the Marvel movies. Those are the ones that I'm like, oh, fuck, I can't wait to watch that. Speaking of crossovers, <laughs> uh, Legends of Tomorrow is going to be crossing over technically with Supernatural. I haven't read this. I've seen something about this. Are they, like, real crossing over, or are they, like, Oh, hey, cameo appearance. So neither of the boys will appear. The car will appear. It's not the car they use on the show. It's a fan's recreation. The plot of the episode is that in the Legends universe, Supernatural is a TV show, and they're busting in on the set and helping the production. This is the most bullshit crossover I've ever heard of in my life. I agree, but I can see the... I get to see Baby, the Supernatural car in Legends. Well, and... Supernatural is not a show I like at all, <laughs> but it's also been running for what? Some obscene number of seasons at this 14 point. 14 like, seasons? It is, I believe, the longest running sign. Uh, not the longest running because, you know, Doctor Who exists, but like it's eclipsed Smallville and SG-1, which were fucking shockers at 10 seasons and over 200 episodes. It is left an indelible mark on media and on, like, the fantasy genre. So even if I don't like it, I don't... I respect it. Mm-hmm. So I get why they want to do this, but if you're gonna do it... Do it up. Just fucking Power Rangers Justice League crossover this shit. Because that was a dumb comic, but God, I read every <laughs> fucking page of it. And I would absolutely watch a Supernatural Legends of Tomorrow crossover just to see what bat shittery would happen. <laughs> I I mostly agree with you just because Supernatural is still in production, so it feels like you should be able to do it. They have had episodes where they have uh, intervened on sets before, and it, those times you obviously couldn't work in mm-hmm. what's actually going on because it was like... Uh, Oh, I guess that wasn't even on set. It was, but it involved like intervening with movies and shit because they had to like convince George Lucas he still needed to make Star Wars. And they also, they had to do something with Tolkien at this, in World War One. But anyway, Tolkien at the song. So the Guardians of the Galaxy showing up in Thor was going to be the high point, but it was too good of a segue. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But this is also a really good high point, And this is, this is the last little bit of news from the week because... 
there hasn't been much news other than things getting Everything canceled. is sad. <laughs> uh, I like how your laugh sounds like a cry, because it actually works insanely <laughs> well for this. Uh, <laughs> Shout Factory has its own streaming service called Pluto TV. Oh, I thought they were Crunchyroll. I can't keep up. It's anime. And they are t- teaming up with... Oh, no, Shout Factory is teaming with Pluto TV to start a new streaming service uh, called Toku Shoutsu. And they are basically going to be bringing a lot of streaming options of a lot of the old uh, Tokusatsu Japanese live-action shows. Uh, So that would be Kamen Rider... Power Rangers is yeah, or not Power Rangers, but Kyoryu Sentai Zoo Ranger, which is more uh, the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. The, the stuff that they steal for Power Rangers, Ultraman, we talked about a couple weeks ago, is yeah, one of the Ultra uh, Ultraman Leo is going to be on there uh, from '74, something like that. Ten, ten. None of us know how to pronounce this, so I am just <laughs> going to apologize to anyone who speaks any Japanese that listens to this podcast. Uh, I'm going to go with Super Sentai because that is another term I have heard for it before. Sure. Sentai, not hentai. Do not Google <laughs> Super Hentai. I don't know what's there, but we all know it's bad. But Sentai is basically the Japanese equivalent of superhero comics. Like, they have okay. Okay. more traditional superhero stories, but this is their Marvel and DC in a lot of ways. Okay. A lot of this material, there's been no legal way to get your hands on. At, like ever, oh, and some of it is really terrible, but it is so passionately and like not seriously done, but like so it, there's something so weirdly refreshingly honest that they're aware it's that genuine. this is yet yeah, genuine's a great term for it because it's so cheap and it's so over the top and it's so clearly men in skin tight costumes fighting around cardboard buildings and no one cares. It's great. I also just really like Shout Factory and all their releases. They do a really good job of like acquiring uh, the licenses for a lot of like out-of-print stuff and bringing it back, especially cult properties. And- they do so- they have such a weird combo, because like, I know them primarily as like, when I used to watch a bunch of anime. Mm. Shout Factory was a good place to get shows. Uh, uh, we m- monitor them all the time on Fried Squirms because they always have amazing horror releases. Yeah, the, the, just the rain. I mean, Disney, and this is not entirely accurate anymore since Disney's decided to buy everything under the sun. <laughs> but like when you see Disney, like just the word, the name, whatever, you associate it with a certain style of movie. Mostly when I hear the word Disney, I still think fairy tales, but still. Mm-hmm. Shout Factory does not have that. Shout Factory is just like, well, we had a chance. <laughs> it was we bought there. this, and we think you'll like it. It's insane. We're like, okay, cool. Let's. Uh, We're gonna give it a couple, little bit of new packaging, and here you go. Uh, no, I really like them. This is pretty exciting. Um, I don't know. Like, if I end up having to subscribe to it, I don't know if I'm going to be as excited. Yeah. But if it's like a free app that's supported by ads, like, I'll be on there checking out some of this shit because I've always kind of wondered about the original versions. So I will say this is the kind of streaming service I can get behind in some ways. Again, I don't know if I would do it because I'm not big enough into this genre. But a specialized 
streaming service that will get you all the weird shit that's impossible to get otherwise is so much better than the CBS app, the NBC app, the Disney app, the Netflix. This is, streaming is literally the only place I've ever seen someone argue that Monopoly is a good thing, but fuck, it's so annoying to have to have, like, mm -hmm. 15 services. You know who I bet's excited about this news? Guillermo del Toro. Oh, unfucking doubtedly. I, I don't know that he watches Sentai. Hey, uh, but I would bet money. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's too tied into, well, because he's Kai, too weird not to. Well, Kaiju <laughs> ties in oh, a lot yeah, that's to true. Sentai. So anyway, that's all for the news. All right. Um, gentlemen, what media have you been ingesting today? Not today, just lately. Yeah. Just today. Well, uh, Borderlands 3 just came out on Steam, and that's what I've been waiting for. Did so it just? Oh, on Steam. On Steam, yeah. Right. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was released on the Epic Store for six months, I think it was, and I I have all my, I get all my stuff through Steam, so I just waited for that, and that was my entire weekend, was playing that in four-hour stretches with my brother. Oh, that's great. I, I miss your brother. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about Borderlands a couple of weeks ago, and I've been kind of thinking about it ever since. Oh, yeah, because, uh, they tapped Eli Roth to do a Borderlands movie. Yeah. I'm sorry, Borderlands movie? Oh, yeah, God. and then we came oh, up boy. with the idea, I mean, listen to the episode. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I've been thinking about this ever since, and fuck, that sounds cool. Just Borderlands. I mean, I, I love Borderlands. I mean, I will go see it twice in the theaters. I'm sure. I would, I mean... It sounds I'm so going much more interesting than Sonic once. the fucking Hedgehog, and apparently that one was pretty good. <laughs> I'm already considering going and seeing Bloodshot in the theaters. Fucking Borderlands would be a hundred times better. Oh, fuck. Let's, let's watch Bloodshot in the theaters and then review it. That sounds amazing and terrible at the same time. Uh, I heard it's not that bad. I don't care. It's a Vin Diesel action movie. <laughs> it's amazing yet terrible at the same time. That's true. Anything else, then? Let's see. Well, um, <laughs> I, I tried to do... I started rereading The Lord of the Rings... I guess I shouldn't say I started. I'm on... I, the Fellowship just got through Moria, just finished Lothlorien. Uh, things are about to just become very bad for everybody, especially Boromir. This Spoilers. has been ongoing for you because you read The Cimmerillion recently, I yes. say. Yeah, The Cimmerillion followed immediately by The Hobbit, and now I'm on The Lord of the Rings. Um, there's a podcast that I've been listening to alongside this, um, the Prancing Pony podcast, and they they started with it's basically their fault that I read the Silmarillion at all because the last time I tried reading it, it was like yeah I can't do this but they the the hosts their style is just perfect for getting through that relative you know relatively dense material and still and getting something out of it I mean that's good because I like Tolkien I fucking hate the Silmarillion. <laughs> That's valid. Later on, it does get better. I've never finished it, and I've always been like, oh, I'm starting to enjoy this. But that goddamn opening bit about the Song of Arda? Uh, it's the the Song of the Einar. Einar, that's it. Mm -hmm. Oh, my I'm probably pronouncing God. That wrong. It, it takes forever. Yeah, yeah. It is a, infinitely more digestible when you have some people that are about a thousand times nerdier about it than you are to tell you about everything going on there and what it means in a larger context and just to translate some of the stuff because Tolkien had good you know he's a good he's a great writer but sometimes his stuff's a little apparently it was and I don't have confirmation of this I'm not a 
Tolkien scholar enough. Mm. But apparently the Lord of the... Not the Lord of the Rings, but a lot of the Cimmerillion and, like, the weird shit he wrote side... His insane, amazing world building mm. was because he was goofing off at work. Uh, yes. Well, let's see. From what... From the common rumor is that that opening line of The Hobbit was he was grading papers. And there was one that was blank. And he wrote that line on it. <laughs> well, what's I, the opening line again? It's, oh, um... God. I think I'd remember it since I just finished reading a little while ago, but like, um, it's the one about how there lived in a hole a hobbit. Oh, okay. See, I just went straight to the first line of Harry Potter, which shows <laughs> how I was raised, but, um... I can remember some of the lines after it, but I couldn't remember the very first one. Because I can remember, then it goes off and they're like, it's not a dirty, yeah, nasty not hole. Yeah, dirty, slimy, nasty hole. Yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Dursley of number four, Privet Dry, <laughs> were proud to say they were perfectly normal. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm such a bad nerd. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I almost dropped the first line from Changes, but I won't do that. Yeah, that's, uh, we'll say that, that is the most spoilerly line in the history of the Dresden Files. Maybe don't open with that one. <laughs> um, anything else, bud? Um, and then I guess I, I've also been replaying Final Doom. I, they put, uh, they put, they have Doom on the Switch now. And yeah. that I, was actually going to be my first, what I've been ingesting because of you, you <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> We're playing the first Doom, so I picked it up last night. Yes! Yes! Yay! And I just... I had played it a little... I mean, it came out in 1993. I had played it a little bit yep, when I was yep. a kid. And it terrified the piss out of me back then. I, ru I remember my dad playing it, and I had a glass of apple juice when I was little. And I ruined his keyboard because I spilled the apple juice on it right when he was in a boss fight. Oh, it was great. Oh. I got in trouble. Yeah, um, and just the, the entire time I was like, while buying it, while load downloading it, while playing it, I was like, "Will you motherfucker?" Like, it is so Whoa. interesting to play because I haven't played a, a first-person. I mean, I don't play a ton of first-person shooters, but I haven't played one that far back since that far back. Mm -hmm. Like, I've gone back to old PS2 ones. I mm -hmm. tried going back to an N64 one and could not. But like, what did you try going back to? Goldeneye. Oh, good lord! It yeah, it's is hard. Unplayable. <laughs> Do you want to know how to make it playable? Yes. Um, in Turn on the, the big head mode. No, in the also that <laughs> in the controller options, there are I think there's actually two different setups that require you to use two controllers, and it more closely simulates modern day control schemes. That sounds terrible and doable at the same time. I, I can't even I can't even picture this. So so you would have just like house. I'm gonna check this out. It would mostly be like the Z buttons and the mm -hmm. damn. That's kind of great actually. Like I would end up with like both of them. Like I'd just be like spread out somehow. <laughs> being like why did this happen? But, <laughs> and the only reason I know this is because me and my friends once tried to play through where each of us had. Some oh, of the controls. God. Oh, Jesus, this is terrible. How did it go? Not well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, we, I, we got farther than you would think for, like, our age and capability at the time, but... I was good at Perfect Dark. Like, not as good as a lot of my friends, but we played a shit ton of Perfect Dark. And then when I first switched to the PS2, let's show our age here, when I first switched to the PS2, 
I was like, what the? This is bullshit. How does this even work? And then, like, two months later, I tried to go back to the N64, and I'm like, never again. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> How did we do this? <laughs> um, but Doom is really interesting because it's even... In some ways, it's almost more advanced than, the, like, that control system, but in other ways, it's less because it was trying to do less things. Mm-hmm. There's no mm-hmm. jumping in it, which is really infuriating, but there's yeah. no jumping in it. There's no looking, looking up, up or down. Yeah. So I don't... You, you only sort of have to aim. You're like, well, I'm pointed yeah. that direction. You have to be close It'll enough. It'll get there. You have to be close enough. When you get to Final Doom, you're going to learn an awful lot about, oh, God, they're so they're too far away. I can't target them from here. I've only played they for like an hour. They can target you, but, though. Um, <laughs> but, like, it, it, it is using, the at least on the Switch, the two-joystick move mm-hmm. setup. So it, in some ways it feels like a very modern move system, and then in other ways it's there, it, there's so little to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was fun, though. Like, I really, really enjoyed it. I'm going to probably play more tonight. Yeah, I I have no idea how many hours I've sunk into, like, we... Every time I've seen you the last, like, few months... It's my current social crutch. It's great. Um, You're like, hello, I have come to your house, and now I'm going to sit on your couch and play (laughs) Doom for a while. I'll be with you in a bit. (laughs) Yeah, but like my my dad had the uh, he had the Windows ninety five shareware versions. Oh yeah. So we up up until up until my I had to retire my Windows XP computer that was on every computer in our in the house that we had, and and oh, then I my sister's this. Vista computer kind of ate the disc a bit. Yeah, that'll do it. Shout out to shareware and freeware. I miss those days. All I had for video games back then was Oregon Trail and later on (laughs) the Toy Story, like, point and click, like, storybook DVD, basically. (laughs) Like, you'd be like, next page, click. They say something dumb, click. Say something related (laughs) vaguely to the movie, click. You can buy it here. Next page. (laughs) Oh, God, my poor mother. It was just a soundboard, basically, like a primitive soundboard. Oh man, I had I had a couple of the different Apogee um, shareware discs that were just oh man, so much Commander Keen, mm. uh, old side-scrolling Duke Nukem. Oh good God, uh, Hugo's Mansion. I want Duke? No, not Duke. I do want Duke Nukem, like old side-scrolling, but I want the Castle Wolfenstein. Ooh, so yeah. I can fight Mecha Hitler again. <laughs> I watched my friend do it. I don't think I ever got the chance as a kid. I want yeah. to kill Mecha Hitler. Yeah, there is there is a. I don't know if Mecha Hitler is in it, but there is a secret level on. I believe it's on the T, on Final Doom TNT, uh, where you do end where if you get to the bonus level, you do get to fight the Nazis. That's amazing. I'm sorry, I interrupted your list of awesome games you had, though. No, I can't remember too cool. many others. There was other. I know that there was more on there that I played, but I don't fucking remember what they were. Scorched Earth. Scorched Earth was fun. My other What Media Have You Been Adjusting is also a blast from the past, but in a completely different way. Do you remember the Dis... Not Disney. Uh, I watched them on Discovery. They were originally BBC Walking with Dinosaurs. Yeah. Yes. We downloaded... Yes. Oh, yeah. All of those. Yes. We have Walking with Monsters, which is before the Dinosaurs. We have Walking with Dinosaurs, Walking with Beasts, and Walking with Cavemen. And we've been watching through those. And we are into Prehistoric Beasts. So the third one oh, on, like... that's so good. Not production order, but on, like, timeline of the Earth. And one, it's interesting to see what holds up and is still pretty good. Like, CGI and 
knowledge-wise, because we are now watching a documentary about dinosaurs made 20 years ago. God, right. It is old, isn't it? So what is known is, in a lot of cases, not known anymore because that the nature of just mm-hmm. science and archaeology is sort of like, well, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. <laughs> that's really fucking cool, and I wish it was true, but it's wrong. <laughs> And then other stuff where I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then Cece, who is really into uh, paleontology, not archaeology. I said that earlier. <laughs> uh, sorry, Roar. Is, I'd be like, oh, that's kind of cool, but whatever. Or I'd be like, oh, that doesn't make sense. And she's like, oh, no. But listen. And tell me the real shit. And I'm like, okay, so that just came 15 fucking times better. Oh, uh, Walking with prehistoric beasts, there was one where they're like, this giant ostrich from hell is the top apex predator of its land and it's got this like big fucking beak the terror bird it's before the terror birds okay and i don't remember what it's called and she's like no that's not right at all and i'm like what, what's the answer then she's like that was that bird was a vegetarian Ooh. and it was closely related to a duck <laughs> <laughs> and i was like wait what and the this like fucking ostrich that had the like ooze from TMNT2 dropped on it <laughs> is eating shit and she's like nope that's a duck no no <laughs> <laughs> like uh, and it, it turns out that it was the biggest creature around and it had a nasty looking beak and they're like obviously this was a predator look at it nothing could have fucking challenged <laughs> it but it doesn't have a predator beak mm. like it might have eaten mm. you know a duck will eat fucking anything yeah but yeah. like primarily it was going to be more of a plant eater. I'm like, I don't know which version is cooler. Just walk, like, duck big enough you can ride? Yeah. <laughs> or murder duck big enough that you can ride? Like, I am happy with both of these options. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And honestly, the CGI, it's a little fuzzy, but it's not enough that I care. And you can tell when they use puppets, but I don't care because now there's a giant murder duck head puppet somewhere in the world <laughs> and we are better off for it. Yeah. Also yeah. true. <laughs> I, You speak so much truth today, sir. <laughs> what recommend, not recommendations, I keep doing that. Uh, what What have you been ingesting, T? Um, not a lot this week because it's been fucking crazy and I've just been doing a lot of sleeping. Yeah, uh, we work at a grocery store. Well, Tyler and I work at a grocery store. You escaped. And so pray for those of us, Tyler, who has to go out on the sales floor. Oh, God. I've been mostly able to avoid it, but that's not necessarily a good thing because it's only been because of how crazy our trucks have been. Hey! Anyway. (laughs) So mostly what I've been just watching is just kicking back with a little bit of YouTube when I can fit in some time. Mm. And I've been loving the Filmjoy channel. Uh, Everything having to do with movies with Mikey... Uh, it's just a really more positive approach to viewing movies, and he points out a lot of shit that I don't have the time to sit there and think about myself. Mm. Um, this was what we were watching right before we started recording, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that was okay. awesome. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. Uh, and he does a lot of sort of different things. We watched one of the movies with Mikey. We watched one of the, oh, I can't, the Deep Dives, which is one of the newer shows where they look back on terrible things and try to say some good things about them. They don't just sit there and shit on it, which That's is so great. That's so positive. Um, and I, I do like, like, like the unpositive things, too. Like, That's I fucking love Cinema Sins, but, like, it's... The guys like Cinema Wins and, like, movies with Mikey 
are it's almost harder to do i think i am one i think yeah. it's harder to do and two i am more willing to let someone be a snarky jackass if they also show that they're capable of like real kindness yeah. and that they yeah. love the thing that they're a snarky jackass about yeah. like and you can make some really biting critiques of stuff and be great but if you can do both it's cool and like i said they point out a lot of things that i never necessarily noticed um I think one of the neat ones that I watched lately was their look back on the Matrix. Their look back on the Matrix all these years later, uh, in light of the fact that we now know the creators are transgender. Yeah, both of the Wachowskis. Really? Matrix is a... I, I haven't watched it since I realized this, but there's huge parts of the Matrix that can be just tra tied to... Affirming identity. Yeah, and, you know, being your true self. Oh, man, I want to watch it again now. Yeah, there's... I mean, like, that movie didn't have enough fucking subtext to it before. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, plus, I just like listening to other people talk about movies, because I am on a podcast where I talk about movies every week, and I think it helps. So Listening to podcasts is almost more... Like, especially the conversation-style podcast mm -hmm. has become more fun for me since I started doing conversation-style podcasts, because I can be like, oh, I liked that. Oh, mm -hmm. I, should, I should remember that. Or, like... Ooh, I do not like it when this person does that thing, so I should probably not do the thing. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it, it adds a new element to it when you can learn. And uh, one of the deep dives was Ghosts of Mars, and I love that movie. So. <laughs> I, was, I, I was eyeing that that was on the screen. I mean, it, I... It was on when I came in. I've never oh, seen the movie, but I, I kind of want to now. Yeah, I saw it a long time ago because movies like that were my dad's jam. My mom didn't care for them so much, so there was a point where I just didn't get to see as many of them. But I, I remember Ghosts of Mars. Ice Cube's action star phase and a aborted sequel to Escape from New York in, in one movie. Like, that's amazing. I wholeheartedly agree. And it's I think dog and, shit. And but... I'm pretty positive me and Danny have talked about covering it on Fried Squirms within the next year. Do oh, it. Hell yeah. Also, do Bubba Hotep so I can come back because I want to watch Bubba Hotep and I've been saving <laughs> it. I've been saving it, Tyler. Absolutely. 100%. We'll do that. <laughs> but that's all, I, that's all I've really been up to, though. That and, like, uh, making sure I get my dailies done in For Honor, so. Awesome. Mm. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll talk about being the goddamn very best. Woo! So a friend of mine uh, had, a, had a kid, like, late teens, so he raised him on the same kind of cartoons that he watched because they started coming out on Netflix since so we raised him on Pokemon, or him and his wife. And he and the kid just fucking loved Pokemon at like two or three and would sing the song, but did not know the lyrics right. So instead of I want to be the very best, it was I want to be your very best friend like no one was before. <laughs> and it is the most pure thing that has possibly ever happened in my life. The first time I was told this story, like Pokemon. <laughs> it's interesting, I was thinking about this while watching, because in theory, guys, we are reviewing Pokemon, the first movie, but it's us. Mewtwo Strikes <laughs> Back. Oh my god, it's so good. It's so it Pokemon, colon, the first movie, colon. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> it is, but it is by far the most childish and silliest thing that we have reviewed on this yet. Like, we've reviewed some funny stuff, we've reviewed video games, we've reviewed Nintendo even. But, like, this is the most... I say childish, but not as a bad thing. 
of, of any of the stuff we've done yet. So it, it's kind of different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 a different tone. This when, What year did this movie come out? Like, I know you wrote down the fucking everything for The first movie came but... out November 1999. I was 11. This was the shit. Um, I guess that's a good place to start. Where were you, what was your first experience with Pokemon? Because we're all late 20s, early 30s range, mm-hmm. mid, mid to mid at least. So Pokemon was, I mean, it, it was childhood defining in yeah. all the cases. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Uh, Will, you're our guest. Where, where did you... So I spent, I don't know, probably three hours last night trying to, trying to dive back into my memory to see what I could pull up for this. And the, the earliest, like, here's an actual memory rather than something I probably slapped together from generalities was, was the first Pokemon movie. I can vaguely remember what the movie theater looked like. Surprisingly, I do not remember much of the movie itself. How but old were you when it came out? I don't remember sure. how much older I am than you. Yeah, it, let's it's, see here. That would have been... In seven. That would have been seven. Okay. And I'm, so, I got a year on you, so, so yeah, I was we 12. Were, we were middle school. You were grade school. I was school. baby. And, um... Oh, but, this would have been the shit when I was seven. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I mean, as I recall, it was with a bunch of my friends. Maybe it was someone's birthday. Maybe not. I don't know. And we were... I'm pretty sure we were all losing it the entire time. But the... The, the the best the best bit that I can recall from this first viewing is my my younger brother who's two years younger than me had also gone along and my mom had gone with us and we get so in the Jackal car was five Jesus. yeah yeah um and we get into the car to go home afterwards and me and my brother immediately start fighting and my mom <laughs> tries to like didn't you guys watch the movie didn't you see the message about not fighting we just kept on fighting. <laughs> I was going to save this for the big climatic part, but we just let's get it out there. This was the most bizarre franchise to choose for your peace and nonviolence message. Right. Fighting I, is be- We shouldn't make Pokemon fight. And they're like, bitch, have you ever? Brock, it's literally <laughs> your job. <laughs> we, when I was watching, when I was watching through the movie in preparation for this, that was... I, my roommate and I were harping on that. I swear the This is cockfighting as a system of government. <laughs> that's how say, I describe Pokemon. <laughs> my my jaw dropped at that last part because I was like, what are you guys fucking saying? This is all you do. All you do is make Pokemon fight. <laughs> okay. Tyler, I know you play Pokemon Go. Other than that, what's your experience with the franchise here? Okay, so this came out 99. I said I was 12, and this came out. That would have put me at 9 years old in 96 when Red and Blue first dropped. Um, and 98. Uh, 96 was Red and Green over in Japan. Oh, okay. 98, yeah. Either still, way... You were still, 10, yeah. 11 years old. Yeah, I was writing that, so... And I still have, like, super vivid memories of all of the crazy Pokemania from that time. Um, I could name every Pokemon in order back then. That's disgusting. <laughs> I don't think I was quite able to do that. <laughs> but I was... I didn't I didn't get red or blue, but I played them both because it was one of those games that, like, you'd go over to your friend's house and 98, like... 
I don't know, like Ocarina came out or like Super Mario 64. That's only one player. So one of you would play that while the other one had the Game Boy. Mm. Oh, that's so much better. Oh, My neighbor was God. just an asshole and made me watch. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't be mean to a seven-year-old kid, but like <laughs> he did not understand sharing. And so, yeah, or, you know, you, and it was something you could easily just pass off for a little bit so somebody else could wander around in the grass for a little bit. And so I played a, I played a bit of Red and Blue before anything. My first one I ever owned was Yellow. Uh, I remember the weekend it came out uh, making my mom go all around this town trying to find a copy. It had sold out everywhere we checked, except there was two copies left to Target when we got there. I have a similar experience. My oh, my, my parents not, wanted to. <laughs> my parents they wanted to get me yellow version, but because it was sold out, I sold out everywhere. Um, the consolation prize I was given was a um, uh, some Super Mario game, which I mean, I'd be in happy retrospect. That's probably it was probably a great game. The, mm, yeah, the yeah, no, it was a fantastic game, game but awesome. like to get that instead of yellow. Oh boy! Are you oh, fucking boy. kidding me? <laughs> actually. Oh fuck! You Holy even have shit. it in the. You have the old oh. brick. So I don't have any batteries in this right now, but I have my original brick, my brick Game Boy. Children in oh the my. infamously visual con or media of podcasting, Tyler has brought out his fucking old gray brick purple keys Game Boy. It's with- huge. Uh, and that, I am five and blindingly jealous of one of my friends again. Holy yeah. shit. And that is oh my, my original God. yellow. Um, it has my team on there that sucks balls. <laughs> I don't remember how, what it's con- what it consists of, but I do remember when I refound this a few years ago, I threw some batteries in and I loaded it up and everything's still working and oh, saved. Yeah. And I was like, what am I doing? How did I know how to play this game? <laughs> I don't have my original team anymore. Uh, actually, my my Game Boy got stolen a couple years back. But oh. like, oh yeah, it was. I had it till it was like twenty six, and oh, then all my video boy. games got stolen uh, because I was not taking very good care of them. Let's be honest here. Mm. But my sister saved over my first team, and I like loaded it up, and all my characters were at like. No, I hadn't hit a hundred on all of them yet, but we were getting up there. And I loaded it up, and there was like only three hours instead of the like hundred and fifty hours or whatever oh, obscene no. amount of time my childhood brain spent on this. And I'm like, well, that's weird. Loaded up, and there's one Pokemon in my group, and I'm like, what? I don't own a level four, but oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> the only oh, consolation. No. She also picked Bulbasaur. She had good taste. Oh, <laughs> thank God for that. So I went and saw this movie. It's opening weekend in Superior, which would have been like a month and a half past its actual release date. Uh, so it was like Dead of Winter. I definitely remember going. I'm pretty sure I remember where I sat in the theater. <laughs> uh, I had a friend who had went to a Nintendo of America event and had a legitimate Mew. Oh, oh boy. So I was super jealous. I spent like three days trying to use strength on that like stupid truck. Yeah, because you know, <laughs> the, the the legend back in the day was like if you use strength a hundred times exactly or something like that, you will oh, on this truck Mew will appear. It was a lie. It was a damn dirty lie. <laughs> but I spent three days being like, start down down down, Pokemon down down down. So-and-so, strength. So-and-so, use strength. So-and-so, use strength. Movement. 
Okay, that was one. Start, down, down, down. Like, God. Whoever did that is a monster. That's fine. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> not not to distract from this, but... Uh, and then... I don't know. My, my interest kind of waned with each subsequent generation that came out, for the most part. I did, in my early 20s, end up dating this girl who was a giant, giant Pokemon fan. Uh, who was tied more into the card game side with one of our big fights coming from at a time when we were both only guaranteed 20 hours a week at our respective works. She decided to spend some of our rent money on four foily Charizards from eBay. That's worse than some of the dumb comic decisions I've spent when I needed to spend. My early 20s was not a good point. She did get a good deal. (laughs) We really could have probably used that money in a lot better ways. Oh, I can't judge. I was such a terrible 20-year-old. And then, I've mentioned it before, but then when Pokemon Go came around, like, it kind of reinvigorated my interest in at least, like, keeping up mentally with the franchise like mm-hmm. i don't really play the games other than go anymore but i like looking through like all the different generations and the different poke i'm super i love the pokemon styles and the pokemons pokemon go gave me an appreciation for the generations of the games that i didn't play because mm-hmm. uh, you know like Whatever, Gen 3, Gen 4, when I was like, I'm too cool for Pokemon. I'm 16. Mm-hmm. Shut up, kid. Uh, <laughs> just forever. Shut up, young me. And then getting to see them in Pokemon Go and be like, that's fucking awesome. Right? What? <laughs> some of the, uh, some of I mean, them are, some of them are super dumb. Let's yeah, not lie. Yeah. This is a genre where Mr. Mime exists. That's the thing. They've o- they've always had super dumb ones. Like even the generations where I'm like, these are mostly super dumb. There's always some that are good. All right, I got. It. We cannot talk about Pokemon without confronting the worst Pokemon to ever exist. Jinx. Jinx. The oh, racist boy. elephant in the corner. And I get it. They. The, the, I don't think that uh, Japan necessarily would get some of the American subtext that I think they tapped into with like, we've seen this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know, maybe racism is a major problem in Japan. I've not lived there, but I'm, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. And everyone's like, that's blackface. That's not okay. And they were like, okay, we'll fix it. And they turned her purple. And we were like, that? You tried. Yeah, the, <laughs> you tried so hard. <laughs> the episode of the anime that was supposed to feature Jinx is... Um, that never came out, yeah, I want to no, say. I, I, don't, I don't think they even play it in Japan. If I recall correctly. And Japan even plays the one where a guy pulls a gun on Ash. Oh, they, oh yeah. No, they're, they're, they're all for <laughs> They're all for that. Though the Pikachu and Pichu short is permanently banned in Japan because the narrator for the Japanese version was caught with drugs and was convicted. And I guess part of how you punish that is... You take away his you, work? Yeah. That's kind of brilliant. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, but it's yeah. kind of well, brilliant my, at the same yeah, time. My roommate and I had a whole discussion about like, okay, but at what point does it stop? Does this work stop belonging to them and need like the fans should own this now? We can hate this guy independently, but that's a different talk, probably. We have <laughs> talked so much about doing an episode on this of art versus the artist, and your fave <laughs> is problematic. But I'm terrified to do it because I am a straight white guy. And I just live in the privilege of the fantasy genre. Like, 
any kind of nerd genre, I am. I don't yeah. want to fuck it up. Is really yeah. the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's no, an it's, it's an easy. Oh, I still really want to do it too, especially just because it's something I've had to think about so much. Because I'm brown, some of my favorite creators are really racist. Yeah, uh, we'll get to it. Pokemon, <laughs> childish fun and innocence about cockfighting. <laughs> uh, God, I. I mean, we've talked about it before on the show. I also play Pokemon Go. Me and my fiance have a weekly date where we play Pokemon Go together every so week good. while we have brunch. So uh, we haven't done it lately, but just we're getting married in a couple months. Life is insane right now, guys. I, yeah. I don't, for all of you who are uh, going to get married. Don't do it during a pandemic? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually, yes. <laughs> You killed Will. Congratulations. <laughs> he drowned in his water there. Um, shut up. Uh, <laughs> so Pokemon Go, or Go is a huge thing for us. We played together on the same like phone for a while because hers can play it. And then we split and she's much better at it than I am. But like it's a thing that we do together all the time. Uh, we picked up Pokemon Shield Sword, newest, one of them. The newest ones. Yeah. Uh, we had both played Sun and Moon before that. We really enjoyed both of them. But really, like, most of... Before the last, like, five years, my history with Pokemon was as a kid, obviously. And Pokemon Blue version was the first video game of my own that I ever owned. It's the first video game I ever bought. It was on a lime green Game Boy that I can, like feel in my hands if I close my eyes and think about it. Like, it is... It was my childhood personified. I bought the card game. I never learned how to play the card game, but uh, I bought same. a lot of those cards yeah. and then promptly lost them. <laughs> I apologize, Father. You were correct. <laughs> Only on Pokemon cards. He was like, I'm not gonna buy you comic books and Star Wars toys. You're gonna grow out of those. And I was playing with my Boba Fett action figure within the last three months. <laughs> there was a, an exclusive Pikachu tied to the release of this movie, right? Because I'm pretty sure I had it. I don't know. They I had remember, the Mew giveaway yeah, card. with like card. I might be wrong. It might have been tied to something else. There was a lot of shit involving Pokemon at the time. Yeah, so. I know you could get the Pikachu with Surf off of, um, off of, not Coliseum, Stadium, off of Stadium mm. if you won on that or whatever the heck. I, but... Yeah, Pokemon was my childhood. Fucking Pokemon Stadium, I spent so much time on those really bad... Run, Ratata, run. They're not fun minigames, <laughs> and I spent days on them. Dude, the amount of time I, I spent setting up the perfect shots on Snap. Fucking Pokemon mm. Snap, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dude, I, I had some insane shots on <laughs> Snap. Even... But, I mean, even when I was like, I'm too cool for Pokemon, Pokemon was always kind of there in the background on some level. If nothing else, Snorlax is the most relatable creature in the history of existence. <laughs> I, it's interesting. When I talked to people about what episode we were going to do today, every person was like, I remember going to that movie. And then all three of us talked. I mean, I didn't go see it in theaters, but I remember the first time I watched it. Uh, and that opening... One, that opening's just fucking baller oh, as fuck. I, fu but I fucking... I, I cry so, with that. But just before we get starts. to that, like, the actual cool fucking opening, they showed Gen 2 Pokemon in the, like, opening credits. They showed it was Don Fan and, uh... Snubble. Snubble. Yeah, let's see, we're talking about the Pikachu short, right? Oh, the beforehand? Pikachu short had Snubble, mm -hmm. and yeah, then, yeah. like, the opening credits had Don Fan. Gen 2 hadn't come out yet when we watched this. 
<laughs> we're used to that was a new rev- generations, but holy that fuck. That was a revelation. Mm-hmm. That was a revelation. It was all my grade school could talk about. Yeah. It was it. it. Everything changed <laughs> when that happened. That's really... So... That like that was a big event and shit, but my own experience, my own grade school, what they couldn't stop talking about, and what my note was from that opening mm-hmm. scene was just all of the super baller shots of Mewtwo. Oh yeah, no, like mm-hmm. that. That was just I was thinking of Ash's fight and stuff. Oh but, like, yeah, the the opening bit before that of Mewtwo. Oh my fuck, god, that's cool. That's yeah. what that's what my school was stuck on. We were just like, dude, Mewtwo. What? Yeah, armored Mewtwo. What? I am 31, balding, and with back problems. I am not a child anymore. And I was still just like, holy shit, this is cool. Okay, but do you, do either of you remember when, like, I, rem- I, st- I still remember making the connection between the couple episodes of the anime that tied into the part where Mewtwo is. Oh, yeah, they showed, like, like Mewtwo when a couple realizing, times. Realizing, like, holy, wait a minute, these are connected? Oh, my God, and... I never watched enough of it. I, oh, I've I seen, I've episode. seen it, but they they had leading up to this movie a couple of scenes that you actually see bits of in the movie, but from a different perspective. Like mm. Ash sees that laboratory get the uh, that Giovanni storing Mewtwo at get vaporized and sees the oh, beam of light okay. in the sky. You know, you Gary see gets his ass kicked by, by Mewtwo, Mewtwo, but you don't really see the fight. You just see like it lift up, and there's a Pokemon in armor, and it's you know now we know it's Mewtwo. Right. But back then we were like, what, what the what hell? is that? Is what that is that Mew? We have what is that? It was kind of like what the Marvel crossover movies are for us today, oh, except this is it, yeah. not really pre-internet, but it was dial-up internet, so a very different world. So mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we didn't have this like interconnected in the same way, uh, or at least we weren't used to seeing. Uh, yeah. From those opening bits, too, I just really appreciated how fucking goofy but ridiculously cute the Mew glyph is. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hmm, almost willing to get that as a tattoo. I love that card. <laughs> I could get that as a tattoo. He's oh. already got the Space Wolves, and what else? Is it uh, just, just Space Wolves spa- for you? Just the Space Wolves for now, but space wolves, okay. I have I, I have plans. I just need to remember them. I, I have Princess Leia on my leg. Like, there's a- Man, I got Sandman. Yeah. We're, uh, <laughs> surprise, surprise. We're nerds. Um, okay. So I do have to say, having watched this movie, I, I've watched this movie off and on ever since it came out, but for the last, like, ten years or so, if I was watching it, I was probably drunk. Like, I'll, about once a year, I'll get drunk and be like, Pokemon, the first movie, sounds like a great idea right now. <laughs> this is the first time I've watched Sober in a long time. This movie makes no fucking sense. I think it would make more sense if it didn't just fly. It is this the most... Well, it's only 90 minutes long. Mm. Or-ish. It, it's shorter. 80-something? Like 80-ish. Jesus Christ. Like, if you'd, like, take out the credits, like, I think right around 80. It fucking books it. Like, 10 yeah, minutes into yeah. the movie... Uh, Mewtwo has already had like a giant existential crisis, crisis, <laughs> and has already like made a made plans with a guy, had a training montage, and just been ditched and been betrayed and ditched him and gone his own way. And that probably all could have been like a movie itself when it came out. <laughs> yo, yeah, these days that would have been like part one of a quadrilogy that never yeah, got finished. Yeah. Especially because uh, Mew's situation is, like, really deep and tragic and, like, 
gets touched on in sci-fi a lot when clones learn their clones and shit. My sister would have been like 15, maybe 16 when this movie came out. And uh, she definitely was when Pokemon first started had the like of the age of like, we're too cool for Pokemon. And she kind of enjoyed it because she played some of the game of my game. But like one of her friends was like, I don't want to watch fucking Pokemon. What's wrong with you? And then like 10 minutes in was like, holy fuck this. (laughs) I can, I can only think of one other cartoon that flies as fast and it's the the Transformers the movie. That movie does not stop at all. Mm, but it's yeah. longer. And Eric Idle isn't it. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, <laughs> and a weird Al soundtrack. Oh my god. Different thing. Mewtwo shows up out of fucking nowhere after this. Like they're like, we have no idea how long it is really in between because time doesn't exist in the world of Pokemon. But at least in the world of like the Pokemon cartoon. I was cartoon. gonna say, with, if we if we looked at the if we looked at the episodes, we might be able to make an educated guess. But really quickly, Mewtwo pops up, creates this amazing island, kidnaps Nurse oh, Joy. Yeah, he Doctor Manhattan's the fuck out of it. <laughs> like, holy shit! Mewtwo is a master strategist for a guy who does not have that complicated of a plan. So, Look, yeah, all two year olds are master strategists. Okay. <laughs> And uh, we keep. I, I'm going to make a bounce around again, though, just Please, to the yeah, the no, end of that the end of that first uh, Ash Pokemon battle. Yeah, where we were talking about was right Don Pan we shit. Yeah, on. we're still right in that area. Yeah. So, like at the end of it, that's kind of a dick move, right? For the guy to suddenly just pull out three and be. Yeah, oh yeah, no, like no, that guy was <laughs> that guy was a fucking tool. <laughs> that was my. I was like sitting there, like, oh wait, no, wait, what? That's not cool. Well, and also, I mean, consider that's like, I mean, that guy, I, I mean, it's hard to tell. That's the equivalent of, stars, of like pulling like, out like a gun because like... you're pissed you're losing, <laughs> right? Like... Uh, two things I noticed from that. One, that guy, they pretty much just recolored that specific guy and made him the Team Aqua grunt. I was going to say, like, that's Team Aqua before Team Aqua is cool. I, I looked it up. They like flipped the design on his head. On like his uh, uh, bandana. bandana, and change the color scheme to blue and white instead of brown. Red Every and... color he could think of, <laughs> um, <laughs> and we're like, "Well, that's the new Team Rocket grunt." Like, I'm like, I'm not sure if that's amazing or if it was like the laziest development. <laughs> uh, and then two, how the fuck did Pikachu electrocute a ground type? Even when I was a kid, I was like, "No." Well, <laughs> I was more wondering how the closed captioning found out his name was Raymond myself. But <laughs> I love closed captioning. Oh my god! I didn't. I've not I was watched like, it with closed captioning. Didn't this guy just run up and challenge him to a battle? How, how is he Raymond? Also, how also Raymond people? knows hit. Uh, Raymond knows Ash's name. Yeah, yeah, I was just. How the fuck did like, you Ash? This is, this is some adult that's like hunting down the kid because he thinks it's gonna take him out easy. Reading the story of Raymond now, <laughs> as he attempts to like most dangerous game ten year olds, like <laughs> how is this not a blockbuster like Netflix <laughs> series? Oh my god! Also, I mean, Raymond being that big of a tool, it's obvious that his Pokemon just suck. That's how put Pikachu pulled it off. So we we tragically leave behind the main character of this anime, Raymond, and continue to follow the moron kid for a while. Who's, like, invited to this amazing thing, and a guy who has a fucking Dragonite as a mailman, which, again, that that's, like, Miyazaki-level whimsy. 
Don't forget the pharaohs with the uh, you, you know, with the fucking spy cams. Okay, that's not whimsy. It's that's a horror show. Or both. <laughs> or both. It's a whimsical Her- horror show. Peripheral whimsy. <laughs> God, it's Tim Burton. Uh, <laughs> the no, the Dragonite thing stands out to me all the time because I'm like, that is a super powerful. Yeah, mailman. I'm like, that's. I'm not fucking with that mailman. <laughs> it's a mailman, so watch out. But then I started thinking about it more, and I'm like. The Pokemon world... I wouldn't want to live in the Pokemon world. I 100% want to live in the Pokemon world. That shit scares me. You, well, a person, a person can, well, okay, I'm gonna can give you, command I'm gonna... the power of armies. Well, I was going to say, here's the thing. So, Blastoise, the Pokedex says that it can blast with its... Its Hydro Pumps can blast through... I forget the number, but it's like multiple inches of like steel plate. Yeah. So, a Blastoise can take down an Abrams battle tank. Which means... Pokemon, pro- like, we were probably doing our everyone fight thing, and then Pokemon was just like, nah, you knock that off now. And we just like, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, I know there's this big fan theory that there was, like, a huge Pokemon war, but I kind of feel like the gym system exists, and let's go into weird, dark Pokemon fan theories now, apparently, but, like, the gym system <laughs> Dude, exists. We don't we don't have to get into fan theories for it to go dark. Some of to, the Pokemon are dark anyway, but... To stop wars, because they're like... This is too fucking crazy. I'm fucking ten year old just took out a platoon of people. Like this is we can't keep this up. I mean, we, um, have, we have Lieutenant Surge. Like, yeah, we know there's some Am- kind of the Lightning American. Oh, America God. is canon. Um, <laughs> That's big. T- Vikings mostly live in Minnesota. <laughs> I I made a note to bring that up at some point in this. That was the part where I was, that, I was like, what the fuck? Why are they? Why am, is them dressed being dressed up as Vikings working? I lose my. That's. I think honestly, I think that is my favorite just bit in the entire movie because it's just, it's just. <laughs> we need to make sure they get out there so that we can spy on them while they're out there. So we're going to give them a ride, but our disguise is we're going to be a you want Viking. To be a Viking. <laughs> oh. Sounds like every one of my family members. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> and that works. On those same things. Oh, yeah. Like, Ash is the dumbest kid of all time. Well, yeah. No, his his entire... Well, they're partly only Consti- one... Oh, oh, sorry. Constitution no, is his primary score. We know his wisdom is, like, two. Yeah. But Consti- his constitution is, like, through... His, he's got a constitution the of, like, 20. The man's got grit. Well, and beyond the invitation and that wanting Ash to get out there, the way the invitation is delivered, they're going out there partially because of the power of Brock's boner. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, The two major thoughts I had during this. One, they're like, only the Pokemon masters whose Pokemon can get them out here make you worthy of, like, this trial. And I'm like, clearly Ash is not worthy. Why are you letting him do this? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, the only reason he gets there is be... I mean, I guess his Pokemon do get him there, but only after he almost drowns. Because he's and a dumbass. two of his friends killed in the process. And it was really mostly Misty, let's be honest here, that saved them. Because Misty saved... Brock. Everything. Yeah. Like, almost anytime something goes wrong, Misty's like, fine. You dumbass kid. <laughs> Brock wasn't even... Brock's just like... Man, Nurse Joy looks hot when she's dressed up like Zoot from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> okay, but that was another question I had. Like, did, did is that just an outfit that's easily acquired, or did Mewtwo just be like, "Hey, you know what? I need a co- I need a designer. 
this Look, lady if there's just... anything we learned from this movie, it's that Mewtwo is a fancy bitch. So, oh, the other thing, other random weird anime lady that pops up in a bad Russian accent and gives a prophecy that is never mentioned again. It has nothing to do with this story. They just gave them an excuse to play, like, inspiring music while they went across, like, idiots in the middle of a typhoon. I also like how the police try to stop the people that are clearly at least, you know, 18-ish, maybe maybe adultish, and then 10-year-olds, eh, leave them. They got this. Also, why did Jenny, like, let the random prophecy lady start talking there? <laughs> that would be like, well, there's been a three a triple homicide that we're investigating, and, like, some dude with a boot on his head popping up and being like... This alley's been haunted for years. <laughs> Are you telling me Vermin Supreme? Yes. <laughs> it's like if Vermin Supreme popped up in the middle of a murder investigation and started spouting prophecy. Okay, to be fair, if he popped up. I would murder, watch that, I mean, but it doesn't make any sense. I mean, I think, like, that's the only evidence that matters. <laughs> uh, they fucking make it to the weird emo tower of power. <laughs> It looks great. It's no, no, awesome. It's cool. it's yeah, cool. no, it's it's gotten it's aesthetic. I'm it's pretty sure this movie and that tower specifically just like affected the entire like 2003 emo scene. <laughs> oh, yeah, I could see that. Because the kids that were preteens when that came out were suddenly teenagers and living that life. <laughs> oh my god, Mew. Mew's adorable. <laughs> Mew is the definition of chaotic neutral in this. Mew riding the... Oh, that's he's, such a good pure scene. He never attacks. He's never there to, like, fuck with anybody. He's just like, hi, guys. Can we also talk about how apparently interpretive dance is a major component of how Mew communicates? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He and does Meowth not is an expert in translating this. <laughs> Meowth, I think, is just like the C-3PO. I, that, I used that exact same... It's just... You ruined a perfectly good cat. Is what she did with cat in society. <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, and the one brain cell, ninety percent of the time. <laughs> uh, Mew is amazing. It's adorable. Anytime this movie is getting a little too like try hardy, grim, dark, Mew pops up. It's it's actually a really clever way of like calming down the pacing. Yeah, yeah. It's very well executed comedic relief. Uh, and Mew following Team Rocket leads to the great fucking... Who's that Pokemon? God! Like, it's oh Alakazam! God. And they're like, that's clearly that's a Scyther. A, yeah. Oh, Learn I was gonna say shit. that. I was gonna say that. Yeah, oh my god. I, I was like, no it's not. I still, I still don't, I still haven't decided whether that's... Was the voice actors not knowing what they were talking about? Or if it's in character, they have no idea what, what they're, they're talking about. I don't. You, I, I, that's kind of better. That, um, I can't make that call. It's not the only one, and because I was that asshole, I, every time they got it wrong somewhere, like they call a Pidgeot or a Pidgeot Pidgeotto, and mm -hmm. I'm like, no, that's a Pidgeot. If you look at the size, it's clearly got too long of a crest. I'm like, shut up, kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even before that, mm -hmm. Mewtwo's like, we are going to now have a big old Pokemon battle, if that sounds good. There's some refreshments over here. <laughs> Let them hang out in this nice pool to set up. Now I'm going to kidnap and murder all of you. Does that sound great? Great! Let's have a Pokemon battle. I'll prove I'm the greatest Pokemon master of all the time, and I'll win because you clearly have no idea how type advantage works. Also, I'm going to use your Rhyhorn to destroy all the refreshments. I was, I was like, <laughs> why is Homeboy, who's 
almost only rocking water types, even trying. <laughs> but seriously, type, they're like, I know who will beat this Blastoise. Another Blastoise with worse stats. Uh, and that's Shut the other the thing up. I'm like, like. And the other thing I, I was like, yeah, isn't Mewtwo trying to treat, like prove both that he's a better Pokemon and a better Pokemon trainer? And he's just throwing out all these mirror matchups. <laughs> Great, you're an asshole. Congratulations, there's a Venusaur right there. <laughs> Solar beam that Blastoise into the sun. <laughs> Pretty much. I can't show Solar Beam twice. Bulbasaur already stole that. And they were like, no, you ha they're trying to prove they're the better <laughs> version. I'm like, I don't care. Bad strategy. Past, oh yeah, after he starts all the, the kidnapping and shit, I was actually like... Catch up to Pikachu Ash, catch up to Pikachu Ash. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh my God. I do not like how much this movie made me feel for Pikachu and Ash. Um, Those stairs are an OSHA violation. Oh God, there's so many OSHA violations. <laughs> oh, it's the it, it's worse than do you the think Death Mew Star. Do you think Mewtwo's gonna do? You, do you think he'll implement OSHA in his new world order? Oh, you he think wouldn't he need to. They're too powerful. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I did have a moment. He's like. All right, Ash has a good call. Like, return them to the Pokeball so you can't... Oh, they took oh. the Pokeball. And then Ash doesn't care again after that. He's like, well, they're gone. Oh, shit, Pikachu. And, like, obsessively, even after they get Pikachu, he's like, I'm going to dive into the murder machine for you. <laughs> but, like, his other Pokemon, he's like, that's a bummer. Uh, do, do the other, like... Him does rushing... Squirtle have a complex over this? Maybe. Today, I think dark they, Pokemon fan theories. Okay, well, okay. Let's, <laughs> let's be absolutely... just figure out everything about Charizard's character? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Let's be it's real. Phase, Dad. If you're one of Ash's Pokemon, you know who the favorite is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's there's never been any hiding this. You're I you're mean, all next down in line. I love they're you still too, baby. All, they're all still 100% ride or die for him, though. I mean, <laughs> fuck it. Um, but push comes to so shove. Like, you I know mean, what you signed up for. Yeah. <laughs> and what you signed up for is he's getting saved first. Later Pokemon, I get it. The ones that are joining in, like, season 45 or whatever they're at. I'm like, okay, those two have been working together since 1998. But, like, Bulbasaur was number, like, what, four? Okay, but to be <laughs> fair... I think Bulbasaur uh, makes it very clear with his character that, like, we're friends, I will die for you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, for God's sakes, there's an entire episode in, I think, in the during the Johto series where there is a moment that strongly suggests he just straight up did just get killed, saving, like, an Oddish or something at Oak's Lab. That show is fucked up. Except, I mean, it all works out. It just turns out he knows Dick and dove into the mud at last second. Okay, you know, as you yeah. do. You know, and, you know, he also knows, you know, Whirlwind. And Solar fucking Beam COVID. and Razor Leaf and Vine Whip. And... Gym. <laughs> so it was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Through the, the scenes with Team Rocket, I realized that this movie really likes to reiterate all of its exposition so that you know exactly where Mewtwo came from. As many as... <laughs> in 80 minutes, I think they still tell the story like four times. <laughs> They're clones. But then Ash rushing by them and the I don't have time for your dumb motto oh today. Oh my god. I think is like a life lesson. 
<laughs> I don't have your time for I don't have time for your dumb motto today is straight on hashtag mood. <laughs> uh, have you ever read the thing that talks about how James, like, despite the fact that he's a member of the Pokemon Mafia, is like one of the most pure-hearted Pokemon trainers? Like he'll he'll try and steal Pikachu like nobody's business, but the only time he takes a Pokemon on for himself, he's like, Would you like to join me? Would that be fun for you? <laughs> Let's do this. We'll be buddies. I mean, they're terrible villains. Well, that's and I think that's the best part is they, they, they are so awful at it. But then, well, we'll try again tomorrow. Apparently, in one season later on, and it never came to America, they had like a subplot where they were actually effective. They were being like real villains, and Giovanni was planning something, and they put him in like black costumes for that. And I'm like, how would that even work? I can't even picture this. Right. I want to, I might have to, oh, I'm going to have to do some Google again. I don't I think they ever finished it. I think they were like, oh God, we wrote ourselves into a corner here. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're goofy again. <laughs> they're also the only characters capable of, like, they're, they're the only ones, like, they're the ones most capable of breaking the fourth wall and giving no shits about it too. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I watched the, I, they after stopped? watching the first one, I watched the second movie immediately afterwards because I have the first three movies in a DVD set. And that end, like, they very specifically make a point about, like, well, if we're not the good guys, then there won't be more movies. <laughs> they also, I think it's worth mentioning, and we didn't hear, they stopped a charging Dragonite with, with a, a frog. <laughs> <laughs> that is some Hulk Hogan bullshit right there. And I am terrified of Jesse now. Can we, I mean, that's also one of the highest quality frying pans on the planet. Yes. Buy True. from whatever Acme bullshit. <laughs> yeah, opposite of Acme, I'm guessing. Like, yeah, <laughs> my great grandpappy used this Eek on mom. the Oregon Trail. <laughs> you uh, can still taste the color on it. <laughs> Jesus. But back in the movie world, clones <laughs> get released, but the originals get released. That scene where the fucking like it—it's just—it's basically cool guys walk away from explosions, but cool guys walk out of like the dust. Oh yeah, big damn heroes. It's so. But it it was so... I bought it completely, especially as a kid. Like, by this point, I have left any, like, thought of logic or storytelling behind, and I'm just here for the ride that is Pokemon the first movie. And I'm just like, yeah, buddy, you won't let him. See, and I... Well, I, I, I want to make an argument. That's one of... For how ridiculous this movie is, it does such a good job of being, like, internally consistent. Like, you're just... You you sit there and point these things up, but then like if there's a point where it's just like, I'm in, I I'm in this, I'm I'm 100 on board with this, and then it's only afterwards like, wait a minute. I well that whole fight kind of is, is a weird roller coaster like that because it it is kind of almost goofy at first, especially once you realize that they're all just sort of slap butting head, heads and slap fighting. That Psyduck fight is the most tragic thing I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. But that's then, the bit that makes me cry. Well, and you have all this, these mirror matchups going on, and it's legit kind of goofy when you're sitting there watching it. But the then you have just the Pikachu that won't fight back. And it just meanwhile, like, his trainer's just like, "I'm gonna punch you." <laughs> the, the use of the music is really like well done. It is a very emotionally well done scene. I enjoy everything about this movie, but it's like trying to watch it a little bit critically. I was like, this movie makes no sense whatsoever. 
Oh yeah. I, I just <laughs> like I can't quite get away from it. Do you do Pokemon Tears as a resurrection ever come back? I don't think so. Again, they were like, well, it's time to finish this. We're at 75 minutes. Um, but they do a really good job of like making it kind of sad and uncomfortable that the Pokemon are fighting like this. And then they have their weird anti-violence message that on, like, literally anything else <laughs> would have worked. Once again, don't you want us to keep <laughs> enjoying the Pokemon property? Because all it is, is making them fight each other. And there is <laughs> And that. capturing them. And you have Mew, Mewtwo, multiple times being like, this is slavery. And then they ruin this entire beautiful, amazing moment. And I know we've already talked about this, but by having that fucking brother, my brother. Like, oh my god, I just get oh. mad thinking about it. He's <laughs> wild. Uh, oh, and, did and you ever, they released, it's it's the second Pokemon movie, but they released a soundtrack to it. And they have, like, a love song from Misty to Ash in it, and it is, like, the most uncomfortable thing I've ever heard in my life. See, I'm very aware of this, because <laughs> we, I didn't... Uh, because I did you fall asleep to it. Well, Your I eyes did, just got really wide there, Tyler. <laughs> I, did I, did not stop, like... I did not stop the credits when the second movie ended on our mini-marathon, and... You mentioned Weird Al earlier, and uh, the Weird Al, a uh, truncated version of the Weird Al Pokemon song is in the credits of the second movie. Okay, this is not just Pokemon, but this made me think of it. I'm curious. What is the worst end credits song you can think of? It doesn't have to be for Pokemon, but just like, what weird fucking out of nowhere song is like the worst? I'm going to go with Dune, because it just launches into this, like, 80s soft power ballad right in the, like, awesome fucking ending <laughs> with 80s guitar, and then just, like, ba-ba-ba, pictures <laughs> of the ocean. I don't know. Nothing's really jumping out at me. I know what my favorite is, but oh, I can't that? think okay, of a that's... bad one. Uh, my favorite's from um, a horror comedy called uh, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. You've mentioned it. And uh, the end credits, uh, Psycho Killer by the Talking Heads. See, that's over. awesome. That's it's amazing. amazing. <laughs> like, the only thing that's coming to my mind is um, the ending the ending soundtrack for um, freaking Titan AE. Oh, it's, or is it OE? It's AE, right? AE, yeah. Yeah, just every, I mean, really every song in, uh, every song in that, but just the, the end, the whole end credits for that is all that's coming to my mind. I mean, otherwise, I'd say maybe, like, whatever the end song is, like, every other season of Bleach. <laughs> oh, Gundam Wing, the second one, where randomly the end credits is Relina hanging out with a lion. <laughs> Lions have nothing to do with that anime. <laughs> but Pokemon. Right. <laughs> Mew Are continues we... to bounce. Mew, uh, Meowth does a bunch of exposition here. We kind of, I kind of hinted at it already, but Ash gets fucked up and gets resurrected. He gets what? turned into stone by getting fucking shadow balled. Yeah, that's his one, that's the, the one, the, that's the constitution save that he fails. He passes all the rest of them. It does really one. drive home Tyler's point about how fucking terrifying the Pokemon world would be. <laughs> Detective Pikachu actually did a pretty good job of, like, depicting that. I still oh, haven't watched it. Oh, I, it's not a good movie, but it's a great movie. I mean, mm. I fucking... I, I mean, I, I, 
cry fairly easily when it's Pokemon related stuff. But you cry fairly easily. I mean, so do I. I, mean, <laughs> I cry twice yeah. at this movie. Let's yeah. be honest here. Um, I mean, Detective Pikachu though, like a po a Pokemon game. I don't remember what fucking it was. Bird is on screen. I didn't mean it was like I was already losing it, and I just it's proceeded to lose it for the rest of the movie. It's kind of how I felt about Pokemon Go when it came out. I'm like, literally, this mm, is everything yeah. I prayed for as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I remember from when I was young and watching this movie. I didn't care then. Rewatching it this morning, I'm like, did that asshole Mewtwo really just neuralize them at the end? <laughs> <laughs> like this basically just, just didn't. Just look at the little red light for me, please. <laughs> yeah. And you know, Misty some, is take some of these forget me nows. <laughs> Misty is disturbingly blasé about like why are we here? And she's like, I guess we are. Cool. This is what happens. Misty, Ash, you're always getting us into life? shit. <laughs> I mean, Ash, get your be, shit right, say, young lady. I was going to say, her life is <laughs> chasing down this 10-year-old for destroying my bike. That the is episode where that Misty point. leaves. Like, I had stopped watching oh, by God. that point. Oh, boy. But I tracked it down, and I was... Oh, boy. It is a weirdly emotional thing. Brock left, and I was like, eh, that's too bad. I like him, but, like, that's too bad. Misty, I'm just like, this is unacceptable. But before that, the, the Ash gets turned into... Stone, the power of Pokemon Tears brings him back to life, as we previously mentioned. Somehow this teaches Mewtwo a big enough life lesson that he completely changes every aspect of his personality <laughs> and gets over all of his why am I here PTSD in the space of... I can't snap now, my finger, so just like that. Now, to be fair, to be, to fair. be fair, his PTSD absolutely is rearing its ugly head in the um, in the next... I don't want to say movie because I don't think it was in. I don't no, think it's it like eight theaters, movies later movie. that he comes back. Is it, is it really fucking eight movies later? It's. I don't think so. I think it was because I want to say there's only as far as Johto species hosted. Either way, it's still I mean, like it's, I mean, movie it's six or seven. Like I, I you have I all of these written well, down. I, well, not that one because it was it wasn't listed as an official movie. So I don't have it written down, and it's, it was pissing me off last night. But apparently, I was too tired to fix it. I his his list here is truly impressive. He. It, uh, before we started, he's like, anything I should look up for this? I'm like, oh, let me know when the first Pokemon move or game came out. And he's like, I have listed every Pokemon game. So, well, <laughs> it's like, okay, okay. Now, to, my podcast to, to be researching fair, more than it me. Is, it is not every game, but it is all the main games and then every side game that I had played at some point. Yeah, that's and like then all the 16 and then games. Most of the I mean, there is a lot of games here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will fucking die for Pokemon Mystery Dungeon ten times over. Every time Facebook's been showing me that trailer for the remake of it, I'm just like, oh, I assume, I'm super happy out I of nowhere. I can fucking afford that, I'm buying it. Awesome. I've never played any of the Mystery Dungeons. Um, that's why Bulbasaur is my, is my guy, is because of that game. Uh, I highly recommend it. You're not stuck on... the. You take the personality quiz on this remake, and you're not stuck with the end result. You can be like, well, no, I want to be oh, this instead. I don't fucking do that. Yeah. <laughs> and, which, if you fucking end up with Machop, is really the smart thing to do. <laughs> Goddamn Machop. Oh boy. But no, that uh, that game that game fucked me up when I was when I was in middle school. Uh, I suppose uh, the mentioning of Bulbasaur like that brings up get favorite Pokemon's. I mean, I've answered this four times. Yeah. Motherfucking Bulbasaur. I have a top three to be honest. Okay. Bulbasaur, because again, he's my boy. Yeah. He's my starter. I, I I always pick the grass starter. Bulbasaur is the first of them. Like, he was the first Pokemon I ever got. Snorlax, because one, he hits like a tank, and two, is as I tank. said, he is the most relatable Pokemon I have ever seen. 
He's a big dude who's not very fast that hits like a tank. That's <laughs> kind of what I do, son. Uh, yep, that's true. And then three, Radicate, who I am like the only person who likes Radicate, but I will stand by Hyperfang until the day I die. Yeah. He is a glass cannon of a Pokemon, but he hits like a truck and he's fast. Yeah. I okay. I am like using Radicate in some of those early games. You can just one shot gym leaders. I mean, nothing's gonna nothing's gonna go faster than Radicate if I recall correctly. Very That's few. At least at least first um, gym. I apparently am just like a normal type gym. Like I'm one of the only everyone. It's like okay. So here are the two Pokemon questions. I'm gonna make both of you answer them. One, what's your starter? And two, what type of like if you were like I run this gym, what type would you be? Because this is the equivalent of what Hogwarts house are you in for Pokemon? <laughs> and I think I'm like the only person I know that's like fucking normal, man. So, I mean, starter's going to be my Bulbies. Yeah. No. But um, for type, I, I've i given this question a lot of thought. You used to time. say ice, at least. See, well, it's funny. I, I would, I mean, because of Bulbasaur, I would have gone with grass for many years. Mm -hmm. But... Bulbasaur is my is the main grass type I get is that I I I jive with. Like, Outside of the starters, grass is not the world's strongest mm, type. Yeah, I mean second gen second gen. I'm always gonna swear by Totodile. I but yeah, Bulbasaur is the only grass type I really jive with. I was told once by a friend they like for some face you know one face some Facebook meme like what gym type would I be and like a friend I thought had a really good analysis of. Well, I was going to say grass because Bulbasaur, but then you think about everything. I think that was me. Was that you? I think it was me. It was either you or it was my friend Jen. It was like, one of you two. That is the only two options it could be. I know I spend a lot of time with you, but I didn't realize quite how much until we started sitting down recording, <laughs> and I'm like, I was there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. But yeah, psych so Psychic. I, I'm super on board with Psychic for you. I think, so, starter, uh, Charmander. I like fire. I am absolutely not surprised by this. <laughs> uh, be, be prepared to continue to be unsurprised, because, um, be, yeah, be really prepared to be unsurprised, because Jim, this is really tough, because I'm, I'm kind of leaning, I like a lot of psychic Pokemon, uh, so I was kind of leaning towards that, but legit, probably like Ghost. <laughs> Oh, that's, yeah, well, that's... Probably, like, goes... I don't know. It's a tough one. Like, my my favorite Pokemon, though, is Alakazam. Mm, they're Alakazam? The, the Alakazam that they're calling in this... Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, not that one. <laughs> no, that's uh, why that it pisses me off. clearly a Scyther, which is... <laughs> that's why it pisses me off. <laughs> they're like, Alakazam... Oh, mm -hmm. you bitches. Um, oh, I'm, but I'm voice. also, like, a, I'm a big fan of uh, Chandler. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. They're pretty good. I have a 100% lucky Chandelure in Pokemon Go, and I'm so Ooh. happy to charge him up. Uh, it might be the nerdiest thing I can drop is like, you know what I've accomplished. <laughs> and Claydol. I have yeah. a very big appreciation for Claydol, actually. Not I, what I would have expected. I like it, though. I, I really appreciate that they basically just threw, like, this weird, like, pagan idol in as a Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, the Lunatone and Soul Rock. Like, I I would I would want both of them. That's as far as I can really just like definitively be like this is what my psychic team would be, but mm -hmm. I'd want both of them in there. I will say for ghost types, 
Haunter and Gengar have some of the most classic designs of any oh, Pokemon out there. Oh, absolutely. They are perfect design-wise. And I, I like all of those in the reverse order. My favorite is Ghastly. Really? My, least, my least favorite, favorite is far. Gengar, and I, I like them in that order. Other than the fact that I would probably um, put, I don't know, like Mega Gengar is pretty dope. So. That, that's pretty mm, true. Have either of you ever played Pokemon? It is like Tekken, but playing as Pokemon. Mm-mm. It's amazing. I have not played it yet, and I really, really want to. It's not a deep game. It's the only reason I, mean, I haven't bought it, because it's like 40 bucks, deep. and it's... Even for a fighting game, it's pretty bare bones. But I also got to play a croaky and beat the shit. Like, <laughs> and I mean, like, punches a Gengar, and that was awesome. Nice. Uh, okay, okay. This was, an, this was a thing that occurred to me when I was doing research last night, and Zach, I knew I had to ask you this one, because my, ro- my roommate and I got into it. Not, not an argument, but we, we weren't sure what to make of this. No, knowing you and your roommate just screaming and shouting. <laughs> so... The Joker and or the Riddler, what would they have as their team? Joker would have Mr. Mind because fuck everything about that idea. See, I, f- I, I was arguing, like, that's the r- argument my roommate was making, but I feel that... Ditto. Ditto as in agreeing or ditto as in that's what his team would be? <laughs> his team is all dittos. But the Joker, I mean... It is the most asshole move you could make. So I see a true okay. argument for it. Okay, okay, yeah, hearing that, yeah, it's, okay. It's like... Five Dittos and Mr. Rhyme, which is the, like, uh, Sword and Shield evolution of Mr. Mime, which is even more... Mr. Of, Mime got an evolution? It's like if oh, Mr. No. Mime fucked Mr. Peanut and oh. you get Mr. Rhyme out of oh, it. Oh, Jesus Christ. I apologize for everything to do with that sentence. Do you have alcohol? But... <laughs> I need it now. Will's gonna learn how to drink after hearing oh, about boy. Mr. Rhyme. As for Riddler... See, because Riddler was... I was like... Mr. Mimes, because then it's just, you're just going to fuck with people. No, he clearly has someone in the Kadabra family. Abracadabra, Alakazam, I don't care which one. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, possibly all three, but we'll say just one. What's its name? The fucking bouncing pig. Spoink! Oh, Spoink. Oh, yeah. I can, okay. Actually, I'd give that to Professor Pig, who is the creepiest Batman villain. <laughs> but uh, some, it would be all sorts of things that are like, kind of cutesy and not that effective. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there'd be an Azumarill, like, it fights just well enough that he can run away. Uh, <laughs> Riddler might be my favorite Batman villain, but he's kind of a punce. Actually, I'm going to give Riddler all dittos, and I'm going to go Joker would be, like, a Spoink, like, a Driftloon. Oh, I could say Driftloon, actually, yeah. I'd it do all these... The one that steals children or something like yeah. that? Like, okay, Pokedex entries are fucked up in the later games. Yeah. Okay, now, I'm why Mr. I was agreeing with the Drifloon is because in the goddamn Pokemon Mystery Dungeon games, by the time those were, came around, the abilities were a thing that existed in the games. Drifloon has Aftermath, which in the base games, like, okay, you take them down, they deal some damage. They did this, the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon games, they explode. So you, if you tackle this thing to death, you're also going to just die because it's going to explode in your face. So if you're not playing as Bulbasaur and sniping that shit with Razor Leaf before it gets anywhere close to you, you're going to have a bad time. I feel like Joker would have a drowsy. I, I could say that. I because say it that. punches no, you in the I head and then so eats much. your dreams. I hate that so much, yeah. And it's a tapir that does it. Oh, 
the most terrible Pokemon of all time. That's actually not that terrible, but for some reason they pissed me off. Snubble. I feel like Joker would have lots of these weird, creepy, cutesy clown pugs yeah. that bite like a fucking like snapping I turtle. I can see that. Although I could see Harley having them more. Harley mm. would absolutely be like Granbulls galore. Granbulls are cool, though, so like... Hmm. It's interesting. And I'm going to give her a giraffe rig, too. I don't know why. <laughs> I just... Mm. I did giraffe rig to my psychic gym, too. Actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Freeze would have Empoleon. I am putting too much thought into this now. Clayface would have Ditto. Yeah. That would. That's just built for it. Killer Croc. I don't know what. For Alligator? Ah, yeah. Not all of them have to be deep. <laughs> yeah, not all of them It's Killer Croc. There's nothing deep about Waylon Jones. Uh, <laughs> Bane. Machamp, probably. King Shark. Fucking uh, Sharpedo. Shark yep, yeah, Sharpedo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, this almost it, this almost gets easy at a certain point. Make it really confusing. Have King Shark have Whale Lord. God, I feel like the Harley Quinn cartoon version would. They'd be like, "Why do you think I would have a shark?" Yeah, that's like, true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. We are way far afield here. We were doing really good for a while. Of like, we're going to be at about an hour and a half, and I'm pretty sure it's gotten dark. So I'm pretty sure we're at like two hours now. Uh, any last thoughts on Pokemon before we... I mean, the movie's worth watching. A yeah. lot more worth watching than I remembered it being. It is still fun 20 years later. And that's impressive for a giant toy commercial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. uh, really, I'll, I would say that's the thing, one of the things I think Pokemon does best is it's fun. It's just fun. I agree. Yeah, you, you don't have to think too much about yeah. it. I wouldn't be able to put words to how they are so consistent about it. But it's fun, it's... It's it's happy. It's, <laughs> it's for me. Oh, I'm going to explain this using Magic the Gathering terms, and oh, I'm not oh, going to yeah. completely explain them. Uh, nice. I'm just going to make you guys all at home continue listening to us because we'll eventually do a Magic episode. <laughs> uh, but in most games, I tend to be a little bit more of uh, a Johnny with some spike tendencies and a lot of Vorthos thrown in. And oh boy, I thought this I is was... like listening to a different language. I was going to, I was going to say, I, th I thought I would have a clue what was being said. I didn't recognize any I got of that. Nothing. It's the different, uh, game. It's the different gamer archetypes that the, uh, designers design for. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, was... but in Pokemon, I'm full Timmy. What color deck is that? Timmy's tend to go more green or green, white. Okay. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Oh. It's hard uh, and heals. It's yeah. uh, it's a it's fucking chance. Uh, <laughs> Johnny's tend to be more blue. Johnny's about combos. Okay, okay. Spike's about winning, but Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. But Timmy's about having fun, and that's what Pokemon brings out in me. Whereas most games, I'm like, I want to throw out a really weird combo that's going to also make me win that I can assign flavor to in my mind. I got to play fetch with Quagsire in Pokemon Shield, and I did not know that was a thing on my bucket list until I got to cross it off. Yes. When they introduced the Pokemon Ami thing in God, I think that was, I think that was X and Y back in 2013. I mean, just like, just like Go was a game changer. Just like it, it, it's like every every little successive step that they do to, hey, this feels that little bit more real is just. That said, the ability to pet your Pokemon was real great on some and really creepy on others. When Incineroar, the wrestler cat guy, was like, you should pet my chest. I was like, let's do something else. <laughs> oh, God. It's not. And on that super weird note, 
let's move into our final bit. What recommendations do we have, kids? I shouldn't call you kids. You're older than me. This is <laughs> that's denigrating of me. Um, let's see. Well, uh, the main one I've got is um, there's uh, the the Mistborn series by Brandon Sanderson. I've heard so many good things of this. Yeah, one of my friends uh, kind of forced me to read the first one, and then after that, I was like, "All right, I need the second one." Okay, cool. I finished that in three nights. Give me the third one now, and. I mean, the entire the entire premise is this world where you, if you like, some people have the can use these powers through by consuming metal, basically, and just they can do like that's fucking hardcore. Yeah, yeah, and like some stuff simple, just like okay, I have this coin, I can launch it. Others have multiple of the powers and can just like, all right, I'm flying through the air and tugging this sword out of that guy's hand just to fling it into that guy's chest and. It uh, it's a very it's a very fun series. I just started on the kind of second trilogy that takes it into the future of all right. Now it's Wild West. So before it was swords and stuff. Now there's guns, and some of these guys also can grab your gun out of your hand, and then or just deflect the bullet away from them completely. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, any other recommendations or? Um, that's that's gonna be my main one. I mean. Awesome. I'll always, I'll, I mean, I'll always scream about McElroy's, but that's, I, I think that's. If, if you listen to a podcast, you probably have heard of the McElroy brothers and their fifteen podcasts. <laughs> uh, Tyler, what about you? Uh, I had to look it up real quick to make sure I got it right. Uh, it's a fantasy novel called One for the Morning Glory uh, by John Barnes. It is a self-aware fantasy adventure novel where a prince gets cursed and everyone kind of knows what that means because they kind of all know that they're in a fantasy novel and so <laughs> it's kind of them having to try to fulfill these different tropes that to make awesome. sure that oh everything God. happens the way it's supposed to. What'd you say this was called? One for the Morning Glory. That sounds One amazing. I'm going to look it up on Audible. And then a lot of it is just like... Um, the, the way it's written is kind of fun, too, because they they use a lot of different um, malapropisms, and they take uh, these words, unusual words, and sometimes a little bit better-known words, and use them the wrong way to mean certain things, but then they're consistent with that, so you can still sort of figure it out contextually the way it's going. Okay. Oh, I love that. Um, it's a lot of fun. It... it it was a book that was recommended to me uh, a couple years ago by a friend. I hadn't read it before that. Uh, ever since I've read it, it still just occasionally pops into my mind every every couple weeks because it was so entertaining. So. That's awesome. And it was a lot of fun, and we need fun. So Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, if we have a theme for this episode, it's let's have fun. <laughs> uh, my two, I, I'll be quick on both of them. Uh, they're both... YouTube series, which is unusual for me because I don't, these are literally the only, I only watch one of these and then I watch the other one when Cece watches them. Okay, okay. Uh, the first one is going to be probably her favorite thing, which is uh, Eons. It's a PBS YouTube video uh, by Hank Green. It is locally made. It is, so here in Missoula, Montana, and it is cool. a PBS video series about dinosaurs and ancient animals and everything that I loved about the Walking With series, but with what we know today, as opposed to what we were wrong about 20 years ago. Okay. Uh, it's very good. Again, it's local, and I love advertising local stuff. 
Uh, and then the other one is going to be Brian David Gilbert. He makes videos for Polygon. He does the Unraveled videos. They're all <laughs> jack shit insane, and they are amazing. He makes every recipe in Breath of the Wild for one of them. He His most recent one was trying to unravel the backstory of Kirby and then simulating a mental breakdown for the entire... Like, video of it, the idea is, like, he goes mad trying to figure out Kirby's backstory. <laughs> He'll talk about a character, and just, it, like, starts with, like, yes, we'll explain this thing. And then it just goes off the rails every time. It's amazing. It's funny. It's, he does the ultimate Pokemon rap, which has say, every Pokemon in it. Nice. It is, uh. Wow. With an interpretive dance section. How does this man exist is kind of where this falls. So it, it goes well with the Pokemon Doing interpretive episode. dance. Yeah. Yeah, we're just, we're dancing. We're dancing. Where's that? That was from Borderlands. That was, yep, um, yep, that was Claptrap. Yeah, that's, I guess that's, that's, that's what we got. That's what we got. I feel yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's been a bummer of a day, guys. So we really appreciate you letting us bullshit and me scream at the mic for the last <laughs> hour. This is not a quiet episode for me. Uh, Will, thanks so much for coming here. Thank you guys for having me. This uh, is fantastic. Other than I know you are working, are starting to work on a future Earworm project, which we're not quite ready to talk about yet. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. uh, any anywhere people can find you online, anything that you want to advertise yourself on, the answer is fine if the answer is yeah. no. But like, give it a shot. I mean, if <sighs> the answer last week was no, please don't. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, at this time, at this time, no. I, I mean, I, I guess if someone wants to see a Tumblr, that. Is consists of here's a cute dog here's screaming about politics. You have then... a weird fucking Tumblr, so <laughs> <laughs> um, let's your see. fondness for Dadaism. Uh... <laughs> um, let's see, God, I I don't remember the last time I've actually spoke. It's 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 Wugfish Rambles, if I recall correctly. Um, cool. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> Uh, if you want to find other stuff, you can always find us and our other Earverm podcasts. That's right. Uh, first, please hit subscribe however you're listening to us right now, because that way you get the next episode as soon as it comes out. It's that simple. Mondays. Helps us out. Um, also, us if you can rate and review us however you're listening to us, that also helps, because everything's run on algorithms, and that helps us in the algorithm. Also, we uh, would just love feedback. I'm sorry, I'm jumping all over your dick. No, that's fine, because it's true. We would love the feedback. Uh, beyond that, though, you can always head over to generalnerdcast.com. Over there, you can check out all of our uh, back catalog, anything else that we ever decide to throw up on there. It's a nice sort of go-to spot. Uh, through there, you can always contact us, or by emailing us, generalnerderypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, search for us, General Nerdery, across the social medias. It might not be at General Nerdery, but when you search for General Nerdery, that's what pops up. Yeah. It's us. So we make it easy that way. While you're over on the website, if you click the links up at the top, you'll notice we are part of the Earworm Podcast Network. Uh, you can check out all the rest of our shows that are going on through those links. Listen to me talk about horror movies over on Fried Squirms. Listen to Zach talk about Machiavelli and Wargaming and 40K over on the Art of Wargaming. As we already said, there's more in the works before Stuff. too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before too long, you'll be, we'll be like, also, go listen to William over on whatever the hell that's going to be. Yeah. I know what it's going to be. <laughs> it's cool. So please, like, stay up to date over there, uh, E-A-R-V-V-Y-R-M.com. That's going to be the easiest place to check out everything that's coming. So. In the meantime, we are your generals of nerdery. I'm Tyler. I'm Zach. I, 
That's Will. That's and Will. Will. <laughs> we, we forgot Will. Sorry, Will. Uh, <laughs> Dismissed. <laughs>